Hey there, you're listening to the Quint. Who is an Indian citizen? How do you even define citizenship? If you've ever wondered about these questions, well, today is your lucky day. Hi, my name is Manvi and I will be taking you through how India has defined citizenship over the years. From before independence, when India wasn't even a country, to the constituent assembly debates, when a newly partitioned India posed a unique challenge. And of course, to the amendments that took place after independence. How are we making Indian citizenship so ridiculously cheap? I know what you're thinking. Another video on what a politician thinks about citizenship in India. Except this is not an argument made in 2020 or even 2019. This is from 1949, when P.S. Deshmukh, India's first agriculture minister, was debating citizenship in the Constituent Assembly. Korn Indian hai, korn nahi hai, aur korn ho sakta hai? This is a question which has been debated in India since independence. Now, as we discuss the Citizenship Amendment Act, the National Register of Citizens and the aftermath of India's partition again, let's see how this debate has changed over the years. The first rough draft of India's constitution happened in 1928 in Bombay when an all-parties conference appointed a committee with Motilal Nehru as its chairman. According to the Nehru report, the word citizen meant every person. It further explained, no person who is a citizen of a foreign country can be a citizen of the Commonwealth unless he renounces the citizenship of such foreign country in the manner prescribed by law. In fact, the Nehru report was quite cool for its time. It thought of citizenship as based on the place of birth, and not based on blood ties, which considering how rights were being discussed throughout the world in the late 1920s, was exceptionally inclusive. Fast forward to 1949. A lot had changed since Motilal Nehru's report. But the most important event is still something that echoes in contemporary debates on citizenship. Partition. An undivided India, now partitioned into two, India and Pakistan. Thousands displaced, so many killed. Suddenly, Hindus and Muslims who've lived all their lives on one piece of land were made to choose a country to call home. It was against this backdrop that 299 members of the Constituent Assembly of India sat down to define an Indian citizen. Jawaharlal Nehru was of the view that it's natural to accept those coming to India as equal citizens. Here's what he said. Our general rule, as you will see in regard to these partition consequences, is that we accept practically, without demur or inquiry, that great wave of migration which came from Pakistan to India. It is possible, of course, that in the course of that year, many wrong persons came over, whom we might not accept as citizens if we examine each one of them. But it is impossible to examine hundreds of thousands of such cases and we accept the whole lot. But much like the Citizenship Amendment Act debate now, even then there was talk of citizenship based on religion. Besides every person residing in and being born in India, P.S. Deshmukh wanted Hindus and Sikhs to be given citizenship, irrespective of whether they lived in India or not. In an argument eerily similar to what we are hearing nowadays, here's what Deshmukh said. We have seen the formation and establishment of Pakistan. Why was it established? It was established because the Muslims claimed that they must have a home of their own and a country of their own. Here we are, an entire nation with a history of thousands of years, and we are going to discard it 
in spite of the fact that neither the Hindus nor the Sikh has any other place in the world to go to. However, Dr. B.R. Ambedkar was clear. In a session on 2nd May 1947, he put forth a clause. All persons born in India, as defined in the General Clauses Act, and who are residing in the Union and subject to the jurisdiction of the Union, shall be citizens of the Union. This was more or less incorporated in the Constitution, which said that anyone living in the territory of India on 26th November 1949 was an Indian citizen. The rest was left to the Parliament, to the elected representatives and to we, the people. Here's what we, the people, decided. The Citizenship Act 1955, apart from B.R. Ambedkar's definition, gives four ways in which Indian citizenship can be acquired by birth, by descent, by registration and by naturalization. In 1986, citizenship became restricted to if either of the parents was an Indian citizen at the time of birth. In 2003, an amendment was made keeping in mind illegal migrants in India, making the definition of citizenship even narrower. And of course, in 2019, when citizenship has been granted to illegal migrants from three countries, Pakistan, Afghanistan and Bangladesh belonging to six communities – Hindus, Sikhs, Buddhists, Jain, Parsis and Christians. From 1929 to 2019, the question of who is an Indian citizen has changed. From an inclusive approach, which included everyone who's been born in India as its citizen, to one that has been restricted over the years. The question is, as we enter 2020, how much more will this definition be changed?